Well, the federal government is being urged to substantially increase the amount of parental leave payments and extend the scheme to a full year to help bridge the pay gap between women and men. A task force set up to find ways to improve the financial position of women also recommended governments work with employers and unions to get more women into male-dominated industries. For more, we're joined by journalist Natasha Belling and podcast host Ryan John. Ryan, what do you think? Is this a good idea? Yeah, so my daughter is six months old today, um, which means my wife gave birth six months ago and she's a winemaker by trade. And it's actually not one of those jobs where you can kind of just go back a little bit or leave early. It's kind of an all or nothing and quite a physical job. So she's like a really good example that um, just assuming that from six months anyone can go back to any job isn't quite right. So I think any thought about how we can make it easier for women to get back into the workplace would be really beneficial uh, for a lot of people, uh, especially our family. So that would be fantastic. Mm. Ryan, I was going to ask how you and your wife met. Then you said she was a winemaker. So, <laughs> so I think I know. Uh, it was also suggested that superannuation be paid on parental leave. Tash, would that help? You'd agree with me on this, Kylie. This infuriates me. We are still talking about investigations, inquiries uh, that cost us as taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars. The evidence is really clear, and in this latest article, they actually point to the fact that removing the barriers of letting women return to the workforce contributes $130 billion every year to the Australian economy. Let's stop talking about it and enact real, affordable, equitable childcare, not just for mums, but also for dads, because why shouldn't dads or other carers have the opportunity to stay at home and raise their child? But also let's talk about childcare in the fact that we need to pay workers better and also that it should not fall on employers, especially small business. This needs to be funded by the federal government and it's a national disgrace that we fall behind the rest of the world when it comes to providing great care for our kids and better support for parents and carers. My son Gus turned 21 last month. We've been talking about it for... For 20 years. 20 20 years, longer than that, but at least... Maybe tax breaks on childcare for a start. That and was, tax deductible. That was being, yeah, that was being all the evidence about is there. And twenty-one years and ago, child, still hasn't and childcare isn't equitable or accessible for people that do shift work. Mm. So you know, these are conversations that we should have had a long time ago, and decision makers need to enact change. And changes that should have happened a long mm. time ago too. You're right, Tash. Uh, moving on, Australian women as young as eighteen are turning to cosmetic surgery, with doctors blaming social media for normalising the procedures for teenagers who are struggling with low self confidence and also anxiety. Tash, what do you think? I mean, should there be an age restriction on cosmetic surgery? This just makes me really sad. Mm. You know, you do you if you want to have cosmetic surgery and that makes you feel better. I think that's great. Uh, But what makes me sad is when you read the research on this, a concerning number are actually undergoing the knife because of uh, low self-esteem or serious mental health issues. I think the pressure on young Australians, both men and women today, are huge because of the influence of social media. And as we know, social media isn't real and often when they're portraying everything's okay, it's actually not okay. It just makes me really sad that people feel the pressure to change themselves so dramatically. Ryan, a psychologist has called for young cosmetic surgery seekers to get mandatory psychological testing. Uh, What do we think? It's, I mean, what an extreme question to even need to ask mm. in the first place. Um, I think any kind of, like, regardless of cosmetics, any kind of 
uh, support from a, a mental health point of view for children 17, 18 is a really good idea regardless. <laughs> Maybe it should be not mandatory seems like a bad word, but wouldn't it be great if everyone had access really easily to go and chat to someone with what they're going through? And I think like we were saying, the pressure of social media is insane. I went to the gym and like people say, oh, it's not, you can turn it off. It's, it's really not like that. The other day I was at the gym about 3.30 in the afternoon and it was like there's a high school down the road and so a lot of people had come after school and it was so strange to see all the boys at one end doing all the arms and the biceps and all the girls at the other end lined up to do squats and like hashtag booty gains and just there was no like interaction they were two separate and you think people see this on the internet and then you can see exactly you know they're all after school have to get in there really quickly like it was really strange to witness yeah you're right hey ryan i'm wondering if you could stick around because after the break uh, tash is going to demonstrate whether there's a right way to dance according to gen zers uh, there is and you think what you think is normal actually could reveal your age hang no, around no doubt <laughs>